We want you to be happy. We want you. We want you. No, that's a different song. That's a completely. <laughs> want you to be happy. Yeah. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> not a village people. Well, there's thing. a lot of happy. Well, we we want you to songs. be a new recruit to Melt Mushrooms. That's right. Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates provides space in your head and your body between your mind and your worries. They really get in there into the cracks and crevices between your stress and your relaxation and open things up with their own proprietary blend of sacred mushrooms that they grow themselves and they make the chocolate themselves. It's pretty fucking amazing what they're doing over at Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates. They are using all the finest organic, fair trade, and sustainably grown ingredients. And all bars contain lion's mane, which has a list of health benefits, a few of which are improved brain function, memory, promotes healthy energy levels, combats fatigue, slows biological aging, and hey, who can't use a little slower biological aging? Yeah, better attitude while you're at it. I, I like all these things. Plus, four grams of their secret magical proprietary blend of mushrooms. Slide into their DMs on Instagram at Melt Mushrooms. That's plural M E L T M U S H R O O M S. Melt Mushrooms. Slide into their DMs. Ask them for one of their menus of their 10 flavors. They have uh, organic, vegan, gluten free options. And tell them that No Simple Road sent you, and you're going to get $20 off your first order. Because wow. it's important to take care of your mind because our minds are crazy. And I like how they say first order because there's going to be a second order. That's true, <laughs> true, man. That's right. There absolutely is going to be a second order. And make sure when you're checking out to tell them the No Simple Road saying you want that $20 off. Follow them That's right. on Instagram at Melt Mushrooms. So if you're on your way traveling to Dick's for these shows tonight, tomorrow night, and the next night. Yes. And you've never been there before. Have or we have something for you. That's true. Or if you <laughs> if you're going to another venue that you've never been to before, or if you're going to a venue you've been to before, <laughs> go check out Venue Llama. This applies to all of those. To all these venues. VenueLama.com is where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. This is a place where pro showgoers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue, venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLlama.com today and sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. Review venues in the Llama base, upload photos in the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts to the Friends page. Go over to VenueLlama.com today. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A.com and sign up and start telling everybody all the secrets about all the venues that you've been to before so that when they go, they know all the secrets. And they can have a better time. Right? It's all about having more fun. VenueLlama.com. And make sure to follow them at VenueLlama on Instagram and subscribe to their YouTube channel. Their YouTube channel has a whole breakdown of the Dick's experience for you. If you want to know some secret intel on Dick's, go check out their YouTube channel. Your stomach's growling and your head's confused and it's lunchtime or dinner time and... You, you bust out like DoorDash app. Or, no, or, you're or, not going to do that. Or you like, I got to go to the store. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Just if you live in Portland or Denver, just cruise on over to Fire on the Mountain. Pick yourself up some wings. Pick yourself up a nice pizza. 
a salad, some vegan wings. One of their specials that they have going every month at every location. And that little sweet tooth for after you're eating. Mm -hmm. You just want that little something, something. You can get like, (laughs) you know, a fried Oreo or some kind of cheesecake smothered in some stuff. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, always It's always different. That's why I can't tell you more. Who doesn't want cheesecake smothered in some stuff? Come on. I know you do. You want it. So go over to Fire on the Mountain. Fire on the mountain. Tell them that No Simple Road sent you when you go in. Be like, hey, guys, No Simple Road sent me. And they're going to be like, cool. And then if you don't (laughs) live in Portland or Denver, one of these places, you can go to PortlandWings.com and get yourself some Fire on the Mountain gear. You can order their sauce. It'll be delivered right to your door. You go to the store, you get yourself chicken wings, fry them up, pour that sauce on it. And then you listen to No Simple Road and this commercial. And then you're like, holy shit, I'm having an out of body experience because I'm experiencing Fire on the Mountain through distance and time and space has stopped. And I don't know what's happening. See, we provide you with everything. We're feeding you. The Grateful Dead family's hooking it up and cooking it up at Fire on the Mountain. And hey, you know what? Like I said before, a bunch of times, a million, and you're going to hear it a million one. Fire on the Mountain is in Portland. They're in Denver. And they're going to have a new location in. In Bend soon. And I heard a little bird tell me that Japan is even looking at a Fire on the Mountain. I mean, think about how cool that would be. Fire on the Mountain in a Grateful Dead themed restaurant in the middle of tokyo that'd be cool just saying but anyway who knows if that's even true i could be making that whole thing up but i am not making up portland and denver and portlandwings.com and at fotm pdx and fotm denver and fotm bed summer is slowly coming to an end and i love wearing my shop tour bus shirts shop tour bus shop tour bus what now i mean it's never too late to get t-shirts they've got a restock of some favorites Mm. and some reboots they even have a new design the althea saturday's child design coming out oh that's but it's also heading into the time of the year when you want to get a hoodie yes it is or a trucker's hat for us hoodie addicts out there good point apple yeah so now you go over there and check out all the awesome things they have going on and hurry up and get yourself those hoodies and it's never too early to start ordering gifts for people that's true which they got you covered there too these come in a Oliver print box with one of their awesome designs on it, a bunch of extras inside, and some of you are even going to get a Grateful Dead cassette bootleg Ooh, miracle hey. in your order, and you're getting free shipping when you put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one word. Shop Tour Bus is kind enough to extend the Olive Branch of free shipping from their minds into your wow. pocketbook. So go over to shoptourbus.com and put in the promo code No Simple Road. Follow them on Instagram at Shop Tour Bus. Go check out all the dope designs. It's really neat. I promise you're gonna really like it. You're gonna thank me later. Bye. Dark Star pullover hoodie. That's all I'm saying. No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stone and paranoid but want to have the benefits of cannabis well now you got it and they even carry cbd products for your pets man 
I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out, you're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. We're going to Cascade Equinox Festival, what? everybody. <laughs> it's like eating dinner while you're eating dinner. Me saying that, I feel like because um, we're at Dick's right now, <laughs> and then I'm right now. I'm telling myself that I'm already going somewhere else while I'm somewhere. You're already thinking about the next meal. Well, this is a good reason to talk about our next meal because it's going to be so delicious. Mm-hmm. Cascade Equinox is going to be freaking amazing, and. Our guest this week. Well, I was week. talking about what's delicious is, is our guest this week. Well, Cascade that, too, but yeah. Haley. Guest, guest this week is Haley Johnson from Big Wild and her own solo music her, career. That She is an incredibly talented human being that is uh, multi-instrumental. And I heard her sing here in the studio and it was one of the most like... This is a silly word to use, but it's true. Thrilling experience, mm. right? Like, I, I don't, it was very emotional for me. And that's, I was like, going to say, very moving. Yeah, very <laughs> moving and actually very profound, too. Like, her, what she was singing about, and just af- after we had had this interview that really just shared how beautiful of a person she was and how. Like very courageous with her like Self. putting herself out there yeah and like learning and rising to the occasion and like all of these incredible things and to, for her to sing that song that she had just created like just for us it was yeah this is the this is the first time anybody's gonna hear this yeah thing. and Haley, thank you so much for doing that and i apologize if i like made you feel uncomfortable that you felt like you had to but <laughs> i felt like it was right i felt like after that beautiful conversation your voice was the only like the cherry on top like we said at the very end it was like literally the perfect present like I, i'm so excited not only for everybody to hear this, but for you to hear it back because it was Yeah, what a great. amazing conversation. And yeah. for all of you listening, the reason that I mentioned Cascade Equinox is because Haley's going to be there with Big Wild along with Goose and Fantagram and of the trees special, and Pretty special Lights and Pretty Lights. Light, and, and yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a stacked thing. deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this festival really is like, I'm, extremely proud that no simple road is going to be there yeah extremely on proud. saturday we are going to be on stage saturday we don't know where yet i don't know i Do can't we? remember the name of the stage that we're going to be i know it's going to be like four to five o'clock oh perfect on saturday so four to five o'clock before you know you like had a nice day you're going to go like change right before you go do that come check us out yeah and 
we are also going to be running around the festival all three days doing interviews with festival goers and uh, people that are working and all that stuff, making a something rad for your memory books. Absolutely. And, uh, it's going to be a good time. I hope that uh, all of you that can and are able will get yourself some tickets. There are tickets still available. You can go to nosimpleroad.com. There's a ticketing link up there and you mm. can also um, Google Cascade Equinox and go to their website and there's obviously a ticketing link there as well. And, and then you can say that you were part of the inaugural one because right. I have a feeling there's going to be many more. You know it, that this is in our home state of Oregon and Redmond. It, it really makes me happy that this kind of thing is happening here. It's like mm -hmm. cross genre mm -hmm. thing and it's elevating the festival experience with a bunch of like um, workshops and people doing amazing mm -hmm. things and artists and all, music. And it's a whole cascade equinox experience. Yes. And part of that experience is starting now with you listening to That's right. this conversation with Haley and I like us. how you put that, babe. And just like this is part of the Cascade experience. So if you are are going, step on the gas on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Apple, will you, do, will you do me a favor, man? What's that? Will you hand me that bottle of water that's over there on the desk? Oh, they're gonna say step on the gas. No, don't step on the gas. I'm driving. You navigate and just hand me that bottle of water, please. I I feel like my voice is doing that. Like, um, what's the word? Like squishy mouth sound um what i was going to say while you so you can stop talking um <laughs> listen to Haley johnson um mus um that she that's on instagram and she's got studio space camp sessions that she just um put out um you can stream goner um fly away which is live from red rocks with big wild um, and then she also has fade into you so you can stream that. And that is, I highly, highly recommend that. And Apple, she has some shows coming up, right? Yes, she has on September 8th, she will be performing Trout Lake, Washington at Trout Lake Hall. Uh, she talks about that in the interview. This is a very special venue and you'll hear her talk about that. And then on September 9th in Sandy, Oregon, the Westie family camp out. Really? And it looks like tickets are available for both of those. Oh, okay, cool. Where can they go to get tickets? <laughs> go we, we need to go like Mel said, Haley Johnson and it's and it's J O H N S E N M U S and then you can hit her link tree and it'll take you to all the things Mel was just talking about and other cool things. Cool. Right on. Um you know, this is an artist that um we didn't we hadn't been following Haley for a long time. I came to know yeah. about her through the Cascade Equinox lineup. And I have to say that this was a gem. This was finding a gem. One of the gems was that she is a Portland native. Yeah. And she grew up um in our kind of neck of the woods here. Like she literally like grew up in Beaverton, which but is We did a we did a couple of interviews here in the studio Haley was one of them and it just doesn't never ceases to amaze me the the energy of the performer when these musicians when you get in their orbit you can feel the the vibe change and and Haley was one of those people that she came to the house and and immediately you could feel the the energy in the room elevate and I'm super stoked for all of you to hear this conversation. Really, really excited. So we're going to do the business 
and then we're going to get you to the interview. How does that sound, everybody? Mel, you with me? That sounds yeah. right. It sounds good. You get, get us going, babe. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. And then when you're done with that, go to nosimpleroad.com. Nosimpleroad.com is where you're going to hang out with us because you can go and check out some past pictures and stuff that we have posted. You can go on to our merch tab and order yourself some cute new merch. We got lots of awesome merch. Yeah. We, Aaron's, Aaron's got Aaron's even some of his, design. yeah, he's got some new fun designs that are not No Simple Road. So Aaron's art, like, also, if you want to hit the back catalog of No Simple Road Past episodes and you want to see if an artist has been on the show and you're not sure, you can go to the Past Episodes tab and scroll down. There's a search box. You just type in the name of the artist, and if they've been on the show, the episode will come up. That's pretty cool. Oh, I hell yeah. that recently. You can also get a tarot reading from Mel and I with the Grateful Dead tarot deck. Um, yeah, that's, that's nosimpleroad.com. Oh, our calendar of events is up there, too. And then you can head on over to patreon.com. That is where you join our community monetarily. You're like, hey, I like what you guys are doing. You're putting out four episodes a month. I no, love we're putting out eight episodes a month. Okay, look at that. We're putting out eight episodes, two episodes a week, two episodes a week. And you're like, I like what you guys are doing. I love the artists that you have on. I want to hear more. I want to go behind the scenes. Well, we have Side Rose, which is another little podcast that Corey, our producer, runs. And he interviews us and he does deep dives with us. And he has other um, artists that come on. And then um, you can be part of the No Simple Road community. Link up with some homies. Go to some shows. shows. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we have a new patron. Uh, Apple? Yeah, what from 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 last week. What? I saw it was never open. Oh, we, have a, we have a new $10 patron. Yeah. Welcome, Daniel Endy. I oh, think Daniel, Daniel Endy. Around. I think he's Daniel, been around. Oh, yeah. okay, Daniel, welcome back. Yeah, and re-welcoming you, Re-welcoming Daniel. you, Daniel. It's like you never left. That's right. If you aren't on Patreon, you're missing all the dope contents that's there, and that's a sad thing, and we don't like sad things around here. No. We don't, no, we don't we shy don't. away from them. But, you know, we want you to be happy. I said it at the beginning of the episode. So go over to Patreon. There's one more thing. What? 971-808-1524? The well, tepid line. That's two more things then. Okay. Nine Several seven, more things. 971-808-1524 <laughs> is where you can call in. It's open mic night. You got three minutes. Tell us anything you want. Give us a show review. Tell us a story. Give us a, an update on your life. Whatever you want. 971 971- 808 1524 what was the other thing well and then you can go to apple not apple our friend apple but well, you apple could you're more than welcome to come visit <laughs> apple podcast and go on there and then you can be like oh hey no simple road five stars that was an incredible episode with Haley johnson and then you're like you know what i'm gonna write in Wow, Haley, that song was amazing. You guys always pick awesome artists. Thank you, No Simple Road. Shout out to Darwin. Boom. There it is. What Mel's talking about that is was a leaving great us example. a review on Leave Apple us a review. Podcast. Yep. And the best thing you can do is tell somebody you love about No Simple Road. Yep. Word yes. of mouth. That's that's called grassroots, baby. That's how, that's how we roll around here. Yep. And uh, that's how the mycelial network of the show spreads and grows. And then the mushrooms pop up and then, then the cows eat them things happen and everything gets stronger and right. better so everybody you have been duly informed informed on the goings on whatnots and happenings of no simple road and it is now time for you to enjoy this conversation with 
a wonderful human being. Yeah, kick back and relax or sit up straight if you're driving and turn us up or whatever you're doing. Here we go. Get ready to enjoy No Simple Road. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Haley Johnson. First time they've done well. Have they done shows out there? Before? I don't know. I've never not been out there for a show. I've I've only seen like Four Peaks did stuff in Sisters, I believe, and then Gem and Jam did stuff down in like Arizona. I've never seen anything here. Yeah. Huh. Well, and that big, venue, big that big venue festival. too. I haven't seen anything listed for that venue Mm-mm. since we've been up here. Yeah, I think it's new, right? I no, it's the Deschutes know. County Fairgrounds. That's yeah, it's oh, been around a, a while. That's been around. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's not thing. new. Yeah, yeah. That's not new. But Don't the, listen to me. The lineup though is pretty <laughs> insane. I know for like a uh, a Central Oregon festival, it's like the biggest. It's got to be the biggest one they've ever had. But I know that the Les Schwab Amphitheater is bringing in bigger acts now all the time too. Wow, like in Bend. Yeah. So so know. how did you get on that bill? How awesome was that to get a phone call or? Well, I'm how not did it, playing it personally. You're it's, it's with, big. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Big Wild is big. <laughs> he, so I I don't get the calls. I just yeah. show up to the gigs that he gets, and um, you know, I mean, we've we've played some awesome festivals this year, like Coachella, Aww. Lollapalooza. Wow. We did Red Rocks and. So, but it's cool to get to play festival like in my yeah, backyard. Yeah, in and, any and, capacity. Yeah, <laughs> in his backyard because he lives right up here around the corner. Like, off, he lives in the area. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. Okay. Where? Tell us. No, no. just kidding. What <laughs> 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 a show. I hate <laughs> Hey, we're here to interview you. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, I go, well, we should do introductions yeah. first. Go ahead. Okay. We Let's always get right into it. Thanks, Haley, for... Uh, coming to No Simple Road today. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah. And I'm Aaron. Aaron, hello. Hello. And I'm Apple. Yes, Apple. <coughs> Haley, for everybody listening that's not listening right now, why don't you tell them who you are? So I, my name is Haley Johnson. I'm a born and raised Oregon girl. Awesome. And uh, I've been doing music full time for quite a few years now, but really got my start uh, about 10 years ago. And I've just been 
grinding and trying to figure out how to be a full-time musician ever since. I think you figured it out. <laughs> I, th- yeah, I you think <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm figuring wow. it out. You seem to be very, very busy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, your Instagram. Keeping love, up with that is like, holy crap. Dude, I love to be busy. As much as, as it is, makes my life a little more chaotic, I yeah. kind of thrive on that. <laughs> is that a is that a thing It's always been like that? I mean, since I joined Big Wild, that I mean, that's been such an amazing experience for me and it's um definitely kept me more busy, but you know, it's balancing that and then and my own project and trying to get that off mm-hmm. the ground. It's kind of just like double duty. Yeah. Um, trying to trying to I can't imagine. make it all happen. How do you keep it straight? Oh girl, I Are you <laughs> okay, but are you are you good with your calendar? You you have like an organization to you or like how does how does stuff actually get done? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like That's a good answer right there. <laughs> that is a good answer. Well, so I I do have a manager that's okay. very helpful mm-hmm. that helps me out and you know helps make connections happen we he helps me book some shows and shout out to the manager. shout out to warren wyatt <laughs> warren. in seattle um yeah i don't know i mean i'm very lucky to have the free time and like not have a day job to to spend most of my days doing all the organizing and doing all the communicating and um just uh, you know the hardest part is just um you know yeah trying to balance the two the two bands i'm in and yeah. um but it's it's a great challenge because it's I'm a, in a very lucky position. Yeah. And, um, you know, being in Big Wild has, is is an amazing job. And it's it helps me also put put finances towards towards my stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just it, I could. That's ask a for blessing. Better, better, better gig. Yeah. <gasps> that yeah. is such an so amazing thing that you get to pursue your career and your quote unquote side job is pursuing your career yeah. and financing your dream. Yeah. Wow. And I, n- I never thought I'd be a bass player. Did not see that coming. That's, that's what I was going to ask. We <laughs> saw that. It was like you get the call on the first day of your European tour from oh. that. And they're like, they're like, we want you to sing backup vocals and play bass. And you went and bought a bass and learned. Yeah. Like I that. literally yeah thought I was just getting the gig as a backup vocalist. Landed in Germany to start my month-long tour mm-hmm. by myself. Um, and then they said did you happen to play bass? And I lied and I said, yes. Okay, you did. And I (laughs) bought a bass for a hundred euro the next day. And I pretty much learned, luckily I didn't have to play that many songs because he was just kind of bringing the band aspect into his project. That was, you know, originally like DJ show, um, or EDM, but so, but it still was a huge learning curve for me because I, I, I'm a guitar player, so I could understand the layout, but Mm -hmm. like it's a whole different technique. You're playing in the pocket. I was used to always playing on the, on the rhythm, like on the one. So um, it was a huge learning curve for me. So I basically had that whole month on the road to learn bass and then literally went, and I had like a gig every night. I barely had any days off. Wow. So I would be in the back of the car on, while my husband's on the Audubon driving me or after the show or on a day off, just learning. And I had two days, went home for two days and then literally from the Europe tour and then I flew to Arizona to start like three rehearsals and then we just immediately went into a month-long a market tour oh shit <laughs> like wow like sold out the whole tour was wow. almost sold out are you like terrified t- okay okay yeah. oh yeah I mean I was trying to play it very cool but like but that is the epitome of rising to the occasion 
yeah. you're gonna be found out they're gonna know yeah. <laughs> but you're that's gonna do I, as much as you I can to find to like make sure that that but doesn't happen to me that's on them they didn't ask me to send them a audition for a base yeah so like they <laughs> did, did there come so badass did there that's come a point when after being with them you were like hey guess what in the beginning <laughs> i didn't know how to play the bass or like, is this let it I did, I did finally tell <laughs> them and they're like what? <laughs> Whoa! I mean, they were like, they weren't like, what the hell? Hey, yeah, like, they yeah. were, they were just like, damn. That's, that's a fucking gangster. So you pulled, you pulled it off. That is, it yeah. is pretty impressive. And I have since, I do now consider myself a bass player. I did not that first tour. I was like, are you sure you want me in your band? But um, you know, when you're playing night after night, you're learning so much. And now at this point, I've been in the band for four years. Of course, we had quite a long break during COVID. Right. But um, I've done um four four bus tours with him like six week bus tours with him wow four red rocks um a bunch of festivals and so two two full album cycles of his of his music and uh th- yeah this last calendar year was insane we did uh, a seven week tour in the fall but, and festivals all summer and sometime in the fall and then jumped to start the spring tour in in march for six weeks does your husband come with you on the road <laughs> Not on the big wild stuff. He okay. can't. He can't be on the bus. We got too many people. Right. But he'll he'll fly out and um, come to um, like a festival or two. Usually, you know, we can only really afford to have him come out for like one. Um, so I don't see him or my dog for like a long time. Oh, really I'm just picturing. I'm just thinking to myself. Like the reason I ask is I could picture like if Mel got a gig being on the. I would be like. Can I can I come? Oh, you, <laughs> if, if you had to stay home, you'd be unbearable. I'd be like, I'd be oh like, my oh gosh. my gosh, yeah, Aaron, I'd have to fit moping? you in the deal somehow. Uh, and, we, and we, you know, we got a dog during the pandemic for this very reason because he's like, I need a friend when you're Aww. gone. And it turns out like he has a friend, but then he has to do all the dog stuff without me. So he was like, this is actually really hard, especially when it's like raining in Portland. He's like dealing with a. 70 pound mm. golden retriever in the mud and rain and just like, oh, like hey man. man this is what we signed up for but you know that what an awesome thing though you know I, taking the stage at red rocks is it just like the most surreal trippy thing ever yeah it's pretty out it's pretty crazy i mean that's such an amazing venue it's you know you're looking up at a a wall of humans yeah. kind of mm. looks like a bunch of zombies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. um, but you know, the, this last time I played it, which was a few weeks ago, um, it was the first time that I was like, oh, it's not so bad. This oh, is 10,000 wow. people. Like I didn't actually feel like I was going to like hurl. I, <laughs> I felt a lot more confident and a lot more like it wasn't as terrifying. So does the, then it becomes fun, right? Yeah. Then it's fun. Then it's like, once you get past the fact that there's so many people, it it doesn't matter how many more thousands of people are tacked onto that. It mm. just it doesn't matter. You're just like, well, a C is a C. Like like Lollapalooza, <laughs> there. I think there was forty thousand people watching right. our set. It was insane, and I was just like, well, it I it's really an amazing feeling being in that band because like I've been able to get past the nerves of of that. That's so dope. But I don't know how it would be for my own stuff. Oh, that's a whole nother oh. okay. front man singing and bearing my soul rather than, 
you know, it's a little easier when you're just in the in the background. In the pocket. <laughs> yeah. You can hide in the okay. pocket. In the pocket. I mean, it's still, there's still a lot of pressure, and, I, you know, you don't want to mess up. But Well, you're killing it on that clip of the uh, singing Fly Away. Oh, thank and you. The, and, the, and everybody in Red Rocks is, like, singing along with it and everything. That's a great clip. That was <clears throat> one of my favorite moments. You know, going back, you started with American Idol? Mm-hmm. Okay, take me through. Like, <laughs> I gotta know how, how long do we have? It, like, how did how does that even work? As long like, as you do. Were you, were you this is long like, form. Yeah. Okay, good, you got a while. So, were you just like at home singing, doing your thing, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try out for this thing. Or how so did it work? I will take you back. So okay, let's go. I was in college. I went to Oregon State University, studied sociology, minored in music. I was involved in the choral pro- program. I was in the, the chamber choir. We toured like we went to China, we went to, to the tour in California. That's cool. So I was like in the classical realm, like really honing in my theory and just my ear training and all that. And then I also was in the female acapella group called Divine. Mm-hmm. And that was just a really fun outlet. And um, that's kind of what got me started, like uh, being a little bit more um, comfortable. Like I was really terrified to sing in front of people pretty much my whole life. I really did not. I was not one of those kids on the kitchen counter with the, with a hairbrush being like, well, everybody listen to me. I was just like, I didn't want anyone to know that I could sing for okay. most of my life. I totally get it because I didn't like attention. I did not want, even if it was good attention, I didn't want it. It was too scary, too vulnerable. And so, mm-hmm. you know, college really, I, I started to be like, okay, I think I might have something here. And I started toying around with writing, picked up the guitar when I was 19 or 20 and, you know, just slowly started to um, get comfortable and challenge myself in that way. And then mm. um, I had actually auditioned for American Idol, I would say, like, three years before the actual audition. I kept making it through. Um, I went to Denver, and I didn't even make it past the cattle call. <laughs> and I was like, screw this. I'm never doing that again. That was horrible. Um, and then they finally came to Portland. They'd never come to, to Portland for an audition. Because okay. back then you couldn't do online auditions. It was all mm. in person. All right. um, and so they finally came and everyone's like, Haley, you got to do it. And I'm like, no, screw that show. I'm not doing it. And, but <laughs> enough people were like, Haley, don't be stupid. And I was like, oh, okay. that's cool. You have people rooting for you. Yeah. So auditioned at the cattle call in Portland. Kept making it through terrifyingly so kept making making it so then i that's when i I had a a year left of college i was in corvallis still i would drive up they had a couple auditions with the producers there was like a lot of auditions before you actually get to audition in front of the judges right spoiler alert to everybody watching that show (laughs) okay um and so uh basically i make it to hollywood week and December of 2011, I write my final paper of college, send it off. I get straight A's for the first time <gasps> in my life. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I go to California for Hollywood week. So I'm like fresh out of college. I'm like, this is, this is it. This is what I'm doing. Like I have all the time in the world and we continue to audition until March. We went to Vegas a couple times. Um, we went to LA a bunch and then I made it to the top 24 and so top 12 girls, 12 guys. And suddenly it was like I had 12,000 Twitter followers. And I was like, 
holy shit, uh, what do I do with this? Nothing prepares you for that. No, I didn't have any music out. I wasn't actively gigging. I had just played a couple open mics in Corvallis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And but I but I had been practicing my singing for right, a long time. Right, right. So I had something, but you know, by the time I got to play my or sing my song in the front of the live audience. Was that the sweet dreams? That was sweet dreams. They, okay. And it was not so sweet for me. Uh, it didn't go great. And that's what got me like kicked off the show was just like, I was just not ready. I was not ready for it. I oversang. I was pitchy. I couldn't hear myself. They made me sing it in a way I didn't want to. And I just was so out of my, I just didn't know who I was. You totally. know? <clears throat> and I thought this would be a cool song, but you know, I look back on it and I'm really glad I I had that experience because when I got home, I had a little bit of post-idle depression, moved back home with my parents, mm. but I had a, uh, a mentor at the time who really was encouraging me to, to, she was basically putting me through boot camp. She's like, Haley, it's going to, you might live with your, you're probably going to live with your parents for three years, but you better be in that back shed writing songs every day and practicing every day and starting to play in your hometown and when I got home, I kept getting offers to to play out, and I was like, "Wow!" So I had this this pressure and this sort of like um, opportunity after the show where I had this name in town and people wanted to hear me, and so I was like, "Well, I can't not not." Yeah. So three years, I I wrote probably like two hundred songs, and <laughs> finally in two thousand fifteen, I put out my first EP, and from then I started to build my band. And um, I'm giving you like the guy, the whole story right yeah, now. Yeah, I love it. This, <laughs> this is great. This is amazing. Um, and so it took I, a lot of patience. It wasn't like the quick Mm-mm. turn and burn. It was like, okay, you're going to go home and like hone in on your craft, figure out who you are. And um, so ever since then, I've I've been pretty much, you know, various little giant nannied for a while. I've, I've taught voice lessons, but I've always kind of been like, 100% pursuing music as best I can. And uh, so that's where I'm at now. I'm just. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's so much there. Yeah. There's a ton there. <laughs> but. The long story. We. Uh, we do two episodes a week. Right. Mm-hmm. And our Friday episode is our like. We put out an interview with the musician or an author or whatever. And then on Mondays is like the No Simple Road weekly rewind. And it's just the three of us hanging out in here. And. Usually when we're walking down to come record, I'll think of something that we're going to talk about and we just go. Well, yesterday we were talking about um, obstacles to becoming yourself. Like what stands in the way of you fully being who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And you, what the reason I said all that is you mentioned like I was figuring out who I was, right? That's the hardest thing there is right especially i would imagine in entertainment because the world kind of seems like it wants you to put on a face to go out and do your thing but what the fans are picking up on is the genuine human being underneath all that anyway Mm -hmm. is it hard to find that when you're finding your voice like that is it hard to figure out where you fit Oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm still figuring out who, who I am, <laughs> yes. but, right. but you know, now that I am 34, you know, I've definitely 
gone through many growing pains. And, you know, I listen back to old albums I put out. I'm just like, you know, so glad I've improved on my songwriting and my singing. Um, But I think, you know, every artist kind of, you know, you have to kind of have this brand, but it has to be both palatable and relatable mm-hmm. <laughs> to people and special and special <laughs> and <laughs> impressive and <laughs> all these things so i i don't know i've one thing i've always done is i've i've just always tried to to write and to make the music that it feels true to me mm-hmm. even if it's not what's popular at the moment because you can get really lost if you're just uh, always chasing a trend you know mm-hmm. and it's been great I, I'm proud of myself for doing that, but it's also really hard because you're paving your own way. Yeah. And it's, I, I know that I'm like on, on the long, the long game, you know, I know mm-hmm. it's not going to be an, it's the, the 10 year su- overnight success story. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, so we're working on the same track. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <Are we> all? <laughs> no, <laughs> somehow or another people slide in. Yeah. That does happen. People can and do get lucky and kudos to y'all out there mm-hmm. that are making it happen. But I think what you're saying is deserves to be underscored. Like you have to figure out and work hard for yourself. Yeah. Forget everything else. Like you, all these people wanted something from you. You didn't have anything to give yet. Mm -hmm. You went into the woodshed and went and started to do your thing and like figured out who you were and musically, you know, and like gave it, gave yourself a direction instead of just like, oh, well they want me and just, you know, it's so easy to just like hurry up and dot, dot, dot and do anything, you know? This is not that way. No. And I thought after the three years I lived at home with my parents and by the time I put my first album out, I was like, well, then it'll be easy. Then I'll, <laughs> that, that'll be it. Then I'll have, I'll have made hill. it, you know, I'll get a record deal. It'll be fine. Oh my gosh. No, it doesn't work like that. So. Is there a made it? Huh? Is there a made it? I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think. I think making it is very different to different people. Right. And yeah. in a lot of ways, I think. I have made it and you know, other people might think the same, but I, to me making it is going to be a little bit more, it's going to look more sustainable mm-hmm. right now. Okay. It's not like more long-term long-term. It's not, I don't have the, the fan base to sustain me. I, I'm still kind of like climbing up the mm-hmm. wall and trying to get on the festivals and trying to get on the tours, trying to get a booking agent. I don't have any of that yet. I'm still yeah. very independent and, um, you know, it just, you, one thing I've learned is like, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. You don't, no one like, you can't expect success at any time, Mm. you know? And I think that it's, that's a big ego thing. You kind of have to let go of the fact that like, oh, I've been doing this for so long. Oh, and I'm really, I'm really good. Like I'm, I'm worthy. It's like, none of that matters in the music industry. (laughs) It's like, they either like you or they don't. And it does, they don't care about your, where you started. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's harsh reality, Haley. That is like a big pill to swallow. I know. Because what if you, someone happens to be the one that they don't like and they've just been working, you know, plugging away and doing their thing and, and they're just maybe not commercial or marketable or, you know, not the right sound. The the hair is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, I, I still can't seem to figure out TikTok. And join the club. (laughs) And I've, I've tried, I really gave it 
my go during COVID. I was like, okay. And I got some videos that got a lot of views, but then I'd see all these like really young girls just blowing up on there. Cause they kind of knew how to use it. They yeah. knew. And I just, it was so much, it really messed with my mental health being on Aww. there all the time. <laughs> and like, it, it still does. Like social media is, the it can be hardest. very discouraging. It's one of the best tools, but the most like really the hardest thing about this job is because you have to know how to use it. You got to be smart about it. You got to have a strategy. Um, but uh, it's you're yeah. you're you're like this is all the same <laughs> shit that we we deal well, with all the same stuff. It's and it, it's it's such a weird space. Yeah, and. As I've found, I'm fine. When we're doing this, I'm great. Like, I'm in my happy place right now. This yeah. is, I was born to do this shit. I get, this is very, this is awesome. Oh, thank, thank you. professional thank, podcast set up. Oh, thank cool. you. Yeah. I'm so, we're just so glad that it you live in like town that, and yeah. that we were able to have you over. It makes it so much more Better. memorable and fun. And it's like an experience and we capture that, you know, and listen back. And this is so cool, homegrown. And like you lived in Beaverton, like this is a yeah. huge success story. Like I know we're just talking about measures of success, but every your your character is the measure of success is when I'm talking about yeah, that I'm seeing success. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, you left your town and you did this. You're writing songs and these beautiful videos. You some of your work is so beautiful. Um, but it's it's your character and what you're talking about and what you're you're being real about and that there's no algorithm for that. Well, yeah. it, for you me, know? it's like like I said, this is like doing this is great. When I start to look outside and compare myself to anything else, mm -hmm. that's when I start imploding yeah. and like, oh my god, we don't have the followers that that guy has, and I think we're doing a better job than they are, but they, like. Yeah. None it's of that even matters. Road. It doesn't matter. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. yes. I, oh, oh yeah, man. And, and yeah, this that is Woodrow Wilson. Here. Oh my gosh. I, I don't oh. I've heard that one. I don't know who I said that Theodore though. Roosevelt or Woodrow Wilson. Two completely different but people. I don't know why. Somebody just said that the other day that we were talking to. Oh, Sam Grisman said that. Really? I, I'm pretty let me think. Here, let's look it up. Uh it is. So it gives me the quote and doesn't tell me who it was. No. Awesome. Oh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Way to That's give fine. credit, yeah. Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, it start, starts there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say, too, as far as success, like, like looking at your catalog of what you've done and your songs and everything, that's a success. Because we talk to a lot of bands. Like, I love, I love doing research and looking. I, I've been listening to you for a while oh, yeah. and there's more and there keeps being more and everything. And one thing I, I always love personally is somebody that can do justice to covers. Yes. And <laughs> Mel came home today when she came home from work today, I had listened to it a couple times today and she had the, um, the logical song. Oh, yeah. You killed I, that yeah. with your band. That was <laughs> freaking amazing. And one of my favorite songs ever. And then like Dreams 
and the and the ode to uh, Dolores from the Cranberries from like five mm. years ago. Well, that's a tough one to that's tackle. His, that's her voice. <laughs> oh, I love. Yeah, I love, especially on YouTube when I can yeah. go and watch live and then listening to your London sessions. Mm. Well, about that, you got it. You got invited to go record at Abbey Road Studio. Kind how of. kind of kind what of. How, what What's was that story? story? So that. Okay, that all happened. I was finishing up my very first Europe tour. Um, learning the bass. Learning the bass, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, did that whole thing. And then my manager, um, was he set up a show or two, one or two shows in London for me at the tail end of the tour. Uh-huh. So I fly to London, meet him there. And the girl, I think it was just one show, the girl who was supposed to have the show, some had... Something happened, like a family emergency, and had to cancel the show. So I, I am in London. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> I am here and don't have a gig. Oh, no. And so my manager, being the just tenacious dude that he is, is like, don't worry, we're gonna figure this out. It's gonna be worth it. We're gonna make something happen. I'm gonna make a couple calls. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I think he had some connections at Abbey Road, and basically was calling them and found out that somebody had a last minute cancellation um, in the coming days. Uh, Maybe like the next, yeah, day and a half or something later. And um, he's like, all right, Haley, you got five hours in Abbey Road. Oh, shit. Let's see what you can knock out. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) uh, it It was Studio One that was available. Studio One is where they record all the symphonies for star Wars and avatar and the orchestras. And, you know, I did not belong in that big space. I mean, I'm a tiny person. You wouldn't be there if you didn't belong. Yeah, yeah. that's but it, true. But it was just, it was just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I get you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I just, we set up and I just pretty much played through some of my, I felt like were my stronger songs. Um, we did it <clears throat> tracks completely live and, uh, you know, a couple takes each song, but I was gung ho on not having to edit anything. I was like, I want it to be a perfect, like as perfect as I can take for each yeah. song. So yeah, in five hours, we recorded seven or eight songs of mine that I had luckily been playing the past three, four weeks. So I was like ready. Yeah, I was. I wasn't rusty. I was going in there like I got this. Um, of course, I was very nervous and it was very surreal, and it was just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. It was so you did deserve to be there because yeah, you were practicing and you were they had a cancellation. You got screwed out of that gig. So it seems like it was kind of like and you knew the gravity of going into that yeah. studio one too. Yeah. like, wow. So I, I'm really happy to have that to have that um, that album. It's it's really it's a it's a good moment in time. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, and I'll listen back to it. I'll be like. Man, I've gotten so much better since then. Oh. <laughs> you know? But it's cool. It's still like great. It was such a cool experience. And I don't know. It's one I, of those yeah, moments. I, that place is like hallowed ground, man. Mm-hmm. It was Mark Twain, by the way. Said. Mark Twain. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Yes. I don't know why I named those other dudes. It's <laughs> fun. It was somebody great. It was one of those <laughs> old guys from back then. <laughs> you know, going to places like that, you can feel the history in those rooms that you know like that's wild yeah to have been in there and do that and you know taking those experiences and moving through them do you feel like that makes you 
a better musician going through those big experiences like that and kind of integrating that into yourself like taking the stage at red rocks and being feeling like you're going to puke and all that stuff does that come into play in who you are as as an artist oh yeah big time because when you're put in situations of like high pressure like that Mm -hmm. and you kind of can get through it successfully and be proud of yourself it's it you know everything that i've gotten to do in my life you know including the american idol thing they've all just been these like huge terrifying things that i didn't like hurdles that i didn't think i could get over because i didn't know if i had the talent or the tenacity but you know every time i've been able to get over that hump it's it's absolutely made me a better musician and it's made me way more prepared for all kinds of scenarios like even stuff like this like when i first started playing out like 10 years ago this i would have been here shaking like i would have been like overthinking everything i was saying Mm. you know so even just getting more familiar with just how to talk and interview and just you know how to how to how to still perform under pressure is Mm. so huge and that's yeah is there do you have like any techniques that you use or or this is selfish by the way do you have any like a breathing exercises or is there stuff that you do prior to walking on stage that you to center yourself? You know, sometimes I do, but I'm really <laughs> bad sometimes at doing that. Cause I kind of like, th- like thrive on chaos and I, mm. I really can't like calm down sometimes. So right. sometimes just being like, and like jumping around is like the best thing for me. Um, like literally getting the wiggles out. Yeah. That's her. (laughs) That is something I want to work on is just like being able to really like center myself before a big thing like that. Cause sometimes I'll notice I'm not as there as I'd like to be. Mm. If I had like meditated or really like come to and just connected with myself before I went out and did that, I I might've been a little bit more uh, present so lesson lesson it, it, it kind of yeah. sounds yeah, like yeah. you like taming the beast yeah. that chaotic <laughs> thing and then you have to go and like go perform right now and go do your thing like yeah. because i i really re- um like it resonates with me when you talk about like just um not wanting the limelight and when you were younger and all of this but then inevitably you are blessed with this talent and the tenacity to see it through so that means no matter what, you're going to have some spotlight on you because when you pick up a guitar and you have practiced and you're looking all fly, there is no way that you're not going to be the center of attention. And you have to be comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's Constantly. And, and keep and keep experiencing it over and over. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is very uncanny The like how our psychology works in our own head, you know, like if you could like do a bird's eye view of everything that you've done and to see the the motions that have taken place to get you where you're at. And like, it's a key thing, like you said, being proud of yourself. Like that's usually a question that I'll ask people because I think sometimes when we make it to higher heights than we have in our own life and forget about anyone else, but like in our own life, we forget like your your first album like i'm so much better now that was your best then right and you've improved so much that's true 
Yeah, you were you were saying you were practiced. You were like you knew the gravity of that. Maybe you could have used a little bit of like, you know, some kind of vocal refresh or some meditation, but like you were ready, you know? Yeah. And so it's just kind of really strange thing to just like look at, you know, thank you for sharing your life is actually what I mean to say is like you can kind of look over your whole life and and see the unfolding of mm-hmm. something really incredible. Yeah. And it's still happening. And and I think that it's you know, it's all about patience and knowing that like everything that you do, every piece of art I put out is, it's a time capsule. It's the best that I could have done at that point. I really struggle with being extremely hard on myself Mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but when you, it's, it really allows, allows you to let go and kind of just let things be what they were. Maybe they didn't perform as well as I wanted them to, whatever it's just being able to let go and be like okay well how can i do better next time what 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 can i do differently for this next project um how can i approach it you know it's just it's all i'm constantly learning that's what i was gonna say like i'm not like a master of anything i'm like always wanting to get better so like to me success is just always one-upping my last thing well (laughs) yeah that makes sense absolutely i can i can be down with that for sure like in listening to your music from however long ago or even us listening to an episode we did three years ago or whatever like you said that was my best at that time and my set of skills that I had then or you had then were what they were then you are coming from a completely different perspective now years later because you have more experience and you have your chops are different and your training is different and you've had bigger and different things happen to you. Yeah. So your perception yeah, of your awareness how is you different. should be doing totally. stuff completely changes. And it, it's, I'm like you, I'm super hard on myself and I guess it's not kind of not fair to look at stuff that we've done in the past and give ourselves shit for it mm-hmm. because we didn't know. It, you didn't know any <laughs> better. I didn't. I didn't know what I know now. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. It's really, you know, you have to constantly give yourself grace in this, in any industry, but like yeah. in the creative industry, you know, it's you're not chasing perfection. You're just chasing like what is the most authentic thing for you at that moment. And you know, going back to what you're saying about like, just when I couldn't sing for people, I didn't want to be in the limelight. I didn't actually come into like who I really was until I found music. Like I truly believe that like music has saved me so much because it was always in me. And when I finally decided I was like worthy of, of diving into it and giving it a a go, like that's, that's what started my journey and unfolding of like becoming like who I really want to be and being able to like give back to the world in my most like truest nature mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Totally yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I if I had stayed uh scared and shy, you know, for the rest of my life, I, I might just who knows what I'd be doing. I can't I w- even picture you shy and nah. scared. Like it doesn't <laughs> Oh dude, no. ask ask my friends. I from high school. I was One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. 
and we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. But this so is sad. so great because we get to meet this person. You're ta- you're just telling us a story about uh, like your old self as far as we're concerned. Right. Like this is not the person that's sitting in front of us and going back to what we were saying about like one-upping ourselves and stuff like that. Like this constant improvement is so necessary for whatever bigger is next. Mm-hmm. You know, like and what you were saying babe about like, you know, not being hard on our performance in the past, like that is us learning. Like if, if you were giving vocal lessons and you're like mocking or or making fun of the person that you're giving lessons to (laughs) and they've never done it before, like it'd be silly for you to do that. But yet we can do it to ourselves. Yeah. Putting out our, our life's work at the time from this completely like newbie place. And so maybe a little bit of liberation and and that will help us get to our next, you know, wonderful endeavor on more of a solid plane instead of like, you know, giving ourselves this hard time, like you better do good or some kind of weird, wacky expectations that we wouldn't expect of anyone else ever. Like, I just can't believe it. It's just like, it it kind of cracks me up because I'm, I think that we're, in a room of people that are hard on themselves and maybe that's a yeah, human condition. I don't know condition. anybody that's like, I'm so cool to myself all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but like even like you were saying, grace, those, those types of words, you know, they're, they're much easily spent on other people. Mm. Right. And then when we, way easier to give that advice to someone else. Heck yeah. Them. And then you're right. Your friend's like, yeah, girl, thank you so much. Was, and I was telling yeah. her a few weeks ago, like even just self-talk in your head, like if somebody spoke to me the way that I speak to me, mm-hmm. we would be fighting. Yeah. Oh, you would be so it, it'd be on. Yeah. Like instant. Like what the how dare you? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, and and you are the hardest on yourself about it. I was gonna say it, I'm gonna say it now to you because as as recording artists, because we're recording and creating a timeline, and so have you, your first album and your singles are amazing. But you record it like we do. We record stuff, put it out there, and you're on to the next thing and constantly seeking that improvement. And we hear we have listeners that come on board. We've been doing this six years now, and they're listening to which he cringes that somebody, somebody like, oh, that like episode 20 something. And we're like three, he's like, the audio was terrible. He's got a much better ear than me and Mel. He's more picky about it. But it took me forever. I had a hard time listening back to our podcast because I hated my own voice. I thought I found it like that, you know, you, you hear, like you hear <laughs> but, but we hear that and I'm sure you do too. You kind of put that stuff in the past. It's part of you, but then somebody comes along that's new to your music and is like, Haley, that was amazing. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, they have no frame of reference. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we get it all the time, but there's no way of not being, I think the point the is the one is that's hard on it's yourself. H- hard to do something vulnerable in front of other people too that adding back that that social media aspect i have the hardest time with that just always have 
I feel inauthentic. And then I'm like, well, people, you know, are doing it. There's a way to be authentic because you've seen it happen. So what's, it's not impossible for you. What is your block? And like trying to like question all the way back to the roots of like, what is it? It's that being vulnerable and learning in front of somebody when you always think it should be perfect or you should be have, you know, you've never done a skill, but you think you should not mess up. Like, what are we thinking? You know, and that putting yourself out there constantly to keep that muscle, Mm -hmm. like keep going. That's so brave. It really is. And, and I've really tried to kind of, you know, channel all these feelings into my songwriting because mm-hmm. yes. a lot of what I write about is exactly this. Like, okay, I don't really write love songs. I, I've written a few, but you know, I've, I've been with my guy for nine years, you know, where I, I'm not, I don't, that's just not what I'm interested in writing about. I've, I'm writing about the things that, that stir me up that like I'm writing a lot of times for myself to encourage myself to hopefully encourage other people to not be afraid to do the thing that scares them. Like so many of my songs are, are about that. And, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm always like, Oh no, I'm writing way too many like inspirational, like cheesy (gasps) songs. Like I got to write some other stuff. And it's like, no, like people love that. Hell yeah. And there's always different (laughs) ways to, to put it. You can make it a rock song. You can make it a folk song. You can make it anything you want, but like, really, I'm all like my what I've I'm learning in my music is I want it to encourage people, and and a lot of times I will get feedback that it has, and I'm like, that's awesome. Like I I want to not just write for myself, but have it also resonate with other people because just like you're you're saying like, you guys struggle with self-doubt and like all this you know looking back and being judgmental on yourself every single musician I know I've had this exact conversation with like there's no even the ones who were like I mean I don't know I've never talked to like Post Malone or anything like that or like you know but everybody has this inner critic and every (laughs) artist has this struggle and and every human being too it doesn't you don't have to be an artist or musician to like have these um these things that are like these setbacks in your life that keep you from like living up to your true potential or, or, or doing, making a life change that you really need to make. And, um, so I don't know. But it's crazy to do that. What you're talking about, like in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Like I'm going to stand in front of you and like open my chest up. Yeah. and have all of you look around for here's my two and a half hours here's my insecurity that's pretty hardcore and Haley. i hope it's cool well, and, it's and a different I'm, kind of show yeah, yeah right. it's a i've always wondered what that is what is that in us that and it's always the people like what you're saying that are a little shy I'm the biggest introvert in the world that hides it through being an extrovert. Oh yeah. Oh, right? I'm a fake extrovert. Exactly. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. I and, love to be home and not leave my yeah. house. Oh, but it's does. always those people that are like, I'm going to share my soul with the world, but I'm terrified. You but know, don't look at me. But don't look. <laughs> but yeah. I'm terrified. What do, you, what do you think that is in us that's like, makes us do that? To makes us to like clam sh- up? No, to like, I'm going to share it with oh. everybody, even though we're terrified to do it, to share. <clears throat> oh, what is it that makes us do that? 
I just think that we don't have a choice. <laughs> like, it's like, if you want to do this, you oh got to like. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny because I get a lot less afraid. It's not really the subject matter I'm afraid of sharing when I'm performing. I, I, I don't feel like it's that scary to to sing about these feelings because I'm a, I'm like really at the end of the day, I'm an open book. I when you get me one on one, like I'll tell you everything. Right. I mean, not everything, but like, yeah, I'm not afraid to to share, to share. Yeah. these deep, dark things that I struggle with because I know that I'm not the only one who goes through it. Absolutely um, not. What I what I am hardest on myself on is just like, you know, it, when, like speaking of like performing a live show it's more i get more hard on myself for like my singing and my mm. banter like how is my stage presence it's like my voice is feeling a little rough today oh no i'm gonna be pitchy you know i'm more worried about like how it's coming off performance wise your actual work yeah it's gotten way easier for me to sh- actually share and kind of be like you know not i wouldn't consider myself a motivational speaker but like i i've been comfortable in that uh, role. And I listen to a lot of kind of motivational speakers and self-help people like uh, Mel, Mel, uh, Oh God, what's her name? Not Mel Gibson. That's the man. Uh, (laughs) Mel Mel Robbins and like Brene Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert, like all these women who are like really gung ho on like self-love. And that's kind of like what I want to be about and radiate for people i'll tell you, you what i think you are about that I, yeah you see you see i mean watching your like live performances can't wait to see you live first of all but you're very comfortable and you seem to make i mean you're not it's not showing the crowd but it seems you hear people laughing your little banter here and there in between you have a sense of humor you seem very comfortable which puts the audience at ease too and engages them more yeah it makes us right. as an audience yeah. kind of like open up and ready to receive when we're you can feel that yeah and I think that putting myself like kind of not necessarily on like I don't ever want to be on like a pedestal. It's for me. It's like we're all here together. I'm no better than anybody. I'm not better than you. Like we all have these same problems. Let's let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you what. Like we're talking about social media earlier. One thing that it's done is is shown that you're not alone when you're struggling with stuff that's one of the really kind of cool things that it can do Mm -hmm. is make people feel not so isolated and in the world that we're in right now it things are crazy it's this world is wildly insane right now and we need that we need what you're giving Mm -hmm. as an artist that's like the medicine for right now mm-hmm. that a big in a big way we I, I think. need all of the motivational speaking and singing Song. and comfort yeah. that we can get as a human society not in america like as humans and you know music used to not be able to travel so far back mm-hmm. in right. the day now it's anywhere anytime multiple times in a row so if somebody is in happens to love the sound of your voice and you're singing this message that is universal like we're just talking about that's what Aaron's talking about is the medicine well that's that salve for the spirit or for the the energy body or for the breakup or the loss you know and that is that's why 
it's so important. And I mean, finding myself while through doing this too. And I feel like one of our responsibilities is no simple road is to help other people find out about people such as yourself Mm. that are doing something incredible who has this noble, I think it's noble. I think it's a really noble thing to want um, to motivate people. And whether you'll call yourself that now or wait till you're comfortable doing it later, um, that's what you're doing. You're motivating people. You're motivating them to get off their couch or you're motivating them to start that new job or, you know, quit that relationship or whatever your music does. Cause I know music is like your biggest BFF when you're down. Mm -hmm. Mm. If no one's around and you're sad or happy and you can't share it, you're going to turn on some music. Yeah. Right. Like that's like a thing that we all do. And so like, that's, you know, what you're doing, it really is. And then like consistently one upping yourself is really, um, for yourself and for everyone just as much for everybody else as well you know i think it i really want to you know my goal is to start moving forward with some new music i just want to be more i want to challenge myself more with my songwriting and like get a little bit deeper than Mm. i have been not that they haven't been deep but like i want to be able to talk about things i'm uncomfortable talking about Mm -hmm. and singing about and like you know not I don't know, just challenge myself to be even more, um, I don't know if the specific is the right word, but just always challenge myself to be like, okay, well, what are you really trying to say here? Like, like less vague. I get I it. Guess. Yeah. I get Intentional. It. Yeah. Intentional. And yeah, there's some topics that I'm going to be, uh, that I, I, a topic I'm going to have to talk about once I release a song that I'm like, really scared to talk about but what well, that's a whole nother that's a story. whole other bottle yeah. and, and that's gonna be you know a, a journey for me and like you know i think a lot of people are gonna kind of know where i'm coming from and but it's you know there's an aspect of social media that you know is um it's like being too i don't know i've always tried to i've always been kind of safe like I don't want to divide anybody. I don't want yes. to like, say what I really mean or feel like, <sighs> like when it comes to politics or religion or stuff like that. You know, I've always played it pretty safe, so Same. it really is scary to kind of pick a side Absolutely. and like say what is really going on in your head. And if you don't, then you're gonna like then you you have to be okay having some haters. You have to be okay losing some fans. Not, I know that not everyone's going to love me. I know not people are going to be like, her music no, sucks, or what is she talking about? Or like, you know, and that's my biggest thing moving forward is like mm. kind of stepping out a little bit more into the territory that's like going to ruffle fast. And why? why and it, it, in this world, that, it's, it, it's you, you probably saw as you're saying that the three of us are all looking at each yeah. other like, <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's yeah. tough. We, and well, it's gotten we, tougher. We, we did that. We, we did have and are doing that imagine navigating covid yeah oh god with a platform that you speak on twice a week about your feelings and your opinions without touching (laughs) any of it yeah we we didn't we didn't go down any we stayed out of it completely all of it completely we announced it we were like look we're this is this is a safe space yeah there's not very many safe spaces anymore during that time. Oh, yeah. There was so much arguing back and forth and, and waiting for somebody to just say one wrong thing. You slip, I'm and, out. And so what 
I and we decided was like when people tune in for the while during COVID, we're not going to fucking talk about it because <laughs> we're all in it. Like, yeah. what else is there to talk about? Like, we're over. We're done talking. Yeah. about No. It. So, uh, like, yeah. we we offered the musicians a, a place to just either talk about what was going on with them yeah. or upcoming projects, or a lot of them had time to work on stuff. So, like. It, bright, talk about the bright side. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 it and it totally it worked. worked and it kept a really it neutral space. Same. I felt like we could, everybody in that was in the scene that had so many differing viewpoints were able to just like put their feet up for an hour or two hours and just like enjoy. And mm-hmm. that was most important to me during that time. You know, it, it's something. Uh, but times are changing. Something yeah. occurred to me though, like yeah. a couple of things. We watched part of this documentary yesterday about like the San Francisco music scene during the sixties. And you could have totally been there with this outfit today. The haircut, the whole thing, (laughs) that music that came out of that was a direct reflection of what was going on in the world right then and there. Like the the sixties and politics and the war in Vietnam and civil rights, civil rights, all this stuff came Mm -hmm. to a head and was reflected back at society through the lens of the music that was being created. Mm -hmm. And that's what was needed right then. And absolutely what you're talking about, what you're doing is what's needed now based on what's going on in the world right now. We are not in the sixties. Vietnam Mm -hmm. is not happening right now. We have a different set of issues going on. And way more complicated. Way more oh, yeah. complicated. Mm-hmm. And people's psyches need help yes. right now. We all need something. Truth. Something. Yeah. We need someone's truth. That's the thing. <laughs> like, I'm, no, <laughs> stick with me. Yes, we need to be speaking our own truth. But what's going on out there is that you nothing, you can't trust anything. Nothing can be trusted. You can't check your source, bro, because your source is also Could needs be to be AI. checked. Yeah, yeah, your source is TikTok. Yes, exactly. Yeah, your source is not a source. Yeah, so <laughs> so there's so much misinformation that people know. And I'm not saying that, like, people, like when you use your intuition, you know if somebody's full of shit or someone's not. I'm not saying we can't be tricked. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that when you really know, you know, you don't have to just try to argue just to argue the point. And when someone speaks truth, like I said, their truth, a, a common truth, that hits like nothing else. Yeah, a common truth, yeah. A common truth. Yeah. One, one of the songs that I did work up the courage to put on my last album um, kind of stemmed from a really uncomfortable com- uncomfortable conversation with um, some family mm-hmm. <laughs> members. Um, and I, it was like my first semi-political song. It's called Common Ground. And it's not political because I'm not like saying my necessarily my opinion. You didn't plant your flag. Yeah, I, 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 but I am saying like how I'm kind of speaking on how how divided we've all become and how sad it is and how like it's, it's, it's not really solidifying any answers. It's just saying um, like every day we're further, further away from common ground. We're taken away and looking down. Are you okay (sighs) with this? Are we? And like, no, no. So like that was a big step for me to even just kind of say something like that. (sighs) But, and now you're going (laughs) to take another step (laughs) and another step. And, and, and you know what? It's, it's, these boots are made for walking. With that too. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's... I know. boots from Goodwill. 
Amen. Why? <laughs> Good why shot for we, two. <laughs> why do we worry so much about what people we don't even see or know think? Uh, like I, yeah. we, we've done, we've had a pretty good track record of not having people shit on us. And, but the times that it's happened, I'm crushed. Oh yeah. Crushed. And I don't even fucking, I and don't it, even know them. And it's only them. happened a few times. Yeah. The, the, the very, what was it? The very first one was YouTube. The Me YouTube and Mel bickered a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And he, he got so, <laughs> do not. <laughs> I was okay. like, yeah, you guys kind of do. And it's something we, we got better at. But why, why do you think that is? What they're, they say, let me say this right. One oh shit cancels ten thousand attaboys. It's like a thing they say <laughs> in the military, right? What yeah. what is that? Like we can oh. get we could get everybody in the comment section could be like, you fucking rule, you're so beautiful, your music's great. And then one birds are like troll. <laughs> yeah. and your day's ruined. It's seriously, it's ridiculous. And like I, I definitely play it safe because I post a lot on instagram instagram's my favorite because yes. i know that i have my my people who love me on there I yes have, when i go to places like tiktok and youtube now that's where it gets scary oh that's wow. where the trolls come out to play and like this one time <laughs> <laughs> thank you for telling me this i can't read my youtube comments i just ever since american idol i can't read youtube comments i just can't and people are like why don't you comment on respond to people's comments on youtube i'm like for my mental health like i can't that'd be a full-time job yeah like responding yeah. to every comment sometimes i'll accidentally glance down i'll be like oh okay i'm not gonna go any further <laughs> um one tier yeah one tier. <laughs> but like on tiktok one time during covid i was like oh, i'm gonna do like a kind of a voice lesson tiktok right oh no and i i used a trending song on tiktok of this girl's voice as an example of one way to sing and then i gave an alternative way of singing b based on how you adjust your your tone and it was strictly i wasn't shitting on this girl's voice i was just trying to give an example of a of a way of singing in the mask of your face like kind of a little bit more like bright and forward versus singing more dark and people got so mad it's it's one of my top viewed videos because i had haters oh come oh. on <laughs> And a lot of people being like, like fighting for me in the comments because they were saying like, you're like, you're just like talking shit about this girl. Like her voice is so much better than yours. You suck. And I like, cause I was saying, but I wasn't being like this way is better. This way is worse. I was just saying like, you're teaching technique, of a, you know, like you're welcome. Never fucking giving you a voice lesson again. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even see what you're trying and to do. And it like, hurts your feelings, right? I, know. I was like, what did I do? And so. I, I stopped posting on TikTok for like a long time after that, which kind of shot myself in the foot. I should have kept yeah, going. Yeah, but I like, I, it was so, it hurt me so much that mm. I just like, I couldn't do it. But you know, it's, it's really hard. We're very sensitive creatures. We yeah. are. So yeah, one bad comment can cancel out a yeah. hundred nice things. Yeah, yeah it can make you shrink up and just like, oh my oh, God, I'm I suck. I, I don't like, think it's anymore. it's like one thing or another. It's it's uh, our humanity being vulnerable and then when we're vulnerable and then we get shot down, yeah. that is like the worst feeling. And you want to take your face off and put it in your pocket and yeah. walk away as well, fast at, as you at can. what other time in history could you sit in your living room and have the world yell at you? Exactly. Or yeah. praise you. Yeah, like, and that's true. You know, I think sometimes I'm like, I could, I could be a lot more like involved on social media. I could, I could, sh I should be probably doing more face videos. I should be like, I, I like more of a, 
I, I'm playing it pretty safe right now on social media. I'm posting live videos. I'm posting things that make my life look great. <laughs> like the, you know, the things I want to share right. that I feel like are relevant. I need to promote stuff. Um, but rarely am I going on there and like saying, talking about the hard things. And I, I used to do that a little bit more, but it's really because it's just, it is so scary to be vulnerable in that space, that space. I'm like, if it's in front of a live audience, I'll talk, I'll say whatever. But like, for some reason, when something's static and just, yeah, it's, always it's in there, time captured, then it's like, then you can get shit on all day for all your whole you know? life. 24 seven. Yeah. Forever. yeah but it, it's also like, you know, our, it's being able to just get over that. It is an ego thing. And, and once you can kind of like harden your shell a little bit to like, not be to deflect those comments. I think that that's like, I mean, anybody who is at the top tier of of anything has been shit on hard and they're probably not even looking at that stuff anymore their team is like and they don't you know i'm sure maybe it hurts them a little bit but like no matter if you want success you're gonna have to like have haters and you're gonna have to just throw them away out of your brain do what you gotta do to take care of yourself because they don't matter we had a publicist tell us straight up she was like if you guys don't have people shitting on you you're not doing it right well we just and that, that's what Corey, our, our, our producer frank Corey. that's he you guys you guys need to upset some people like he wants us to shake yeah. it up yeah. he yeah. wants yeah. us to say nobody's ever mean to you guys stuff. well i was listening to that um episode of um inside the musician's brain with uh, chris pandolfi banjo player player for the infamous string dusters and he was interviewing mike gordon of fish and mike gordon had mentioned yeah, Trey stopped reading comments years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and really? yeah, and I, you know, they they still find out about, you know, the scene through his daughter and their, you know, publicists and, and management or whatever. But like, you know, you know that the front the people that you're in front of, like when you're at a show, they love what you're doing because they're they bought tickets. They're they're bought tickets, they're applauding, yeah. they're looking at you. There there's that reciprocal. Um, we don't have that same connection that we do online with those people, but we love the praise that it gets, but not the that other, dopamine. not that other <laughs> dopamine hit you is know? sweet. It is. And so, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the healthy thing is to do. Clearly if we could all just like work on it and then don't look at it, you know, yeah. afterward, of course <laughs> that would be like, a, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. And, and I feel like it's kind of like what you were saying. You're just having to constantly make yourself vulnerable. Yeah to be able to allow it to be like a duck and just let it go off your back. The water's yeah. right off your back. Hater, haters are going to hate. Yeah, that's why, shake it that's off. why I love Tay-Tay so much. That's why yeah. I love Tay-Tay yeah. because I'm telling you, they started laughing at me. Um, I wasn't laughing at you. I'm right on board with you. You're right. Uh, you, I, Aaron, Aaron was the one yes. that was laughing. I was I like, Taylor Swift. man, after I saw her documentary and oh, she was struggling with the same thing you're talking about toward yeah. the end of it, of like sticking up for her political beliefs at the time and like taylor swift taylor swift making making a country's worth of money yeah (laughs) once she is this tour the era's tour that's going on right now it's amazing to me that the voice she has i mean mostly for these girls but for everybody like somebody does you wrong you go shout it from the rooftop you don't hide. You don't be ashamed. You go, yeah. you know, you go write a song about that asshole right? or this or that. Mm-hmm. You don't feel bad about it. And yeah. what she's doing, it's it's amazing. It is amazing. And, and I have mad respect for her. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, shout out Tay Tay yeah, wherever right? you're at. We'd love to have you. You want to come show. on the show anytime? <laughs> we'll have TV you. Show hey. you're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but I will say one last thing. Like, if you are constantly seeking external validation to make yourself feel like you're worthy, you're never gonna be happy. And that's the other thing I have yeah, to remind myself. It's a void. Like, like, you know, you have to be strong enough in yourself and your belief in yourself that even if you don't get that you have to keep going. That can't be the fuel for, for everything. Of course, like in so many ways, like the external validation can come in the form of money because that's yeah. fans buying your tickets as fans buying your music, you know? So it's really tricky because of course you need it. Right. Yeah. But if you rely on it constantly to make, to, to know that you are, are good at your craft, then, then that's a really bad headspace. to well, be. Yeah. And I'm always working on that. I think that's where, that might be the difference between good and great is somebody starting from that place. Like they're not doing it to find out if they're good enough, they're good enough. So they're doing it right. Whether or not people say that they are, if anybody hears it, sees it, Mm -hmm. this is me and I'm doing my thing. I mean, even just doing deciding I'm going to go record a song because I think it's good. And like, no one's told them it's good. They've just done it. They've put it out. It's like just being able to get yourself to do that. Yeah, it's huge because yeah. plenty of people are sitting twiddling their thumbs being like, I really want to do this, but I don't know. Like, yeah. And then they're just not going to do it because they're afraid of the outcome. It's like just doing the thing, the terrifying thing, knowing that it might get shit on, knowing that maybe no one will hear it, you know, yeah. and then having to just continue to do that over and over. <laughs> and make it don't bigger. Stop. And make the, the terrifying thing bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Expose yourself a little bit more. So, you know, we're all crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, right on. Right on. <laughs> if I learned anything well, is that we're all crazy, but we're all crazy together. Yeah. yeah. I love, dude, <laughs> honestly, creatives, musicians, like I've definitely found my, my people oh, yeah. in, oh, this, in this life. And, right on. you know, there's, there's nothing, even if I never make it to where I want to make it, I'm just so glad that I've surrounded myself with people who, who get it in a way that I get it and. I have a support system of friends yeah. and not all my friends are musicians. I have a lot of like, n- normies. Muggles. You know, it's, I don't know. I love all kinds of people. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, but. no, I get you. And it's, it's super important to have that, that support around you like that, especially when you're doing something like this and, and you know, not for nothing, Haley, I mean, it's why I reached out to you. You're f- amazing. Yeah, Thank it's amazing. You. Yeah, yeah. I I remember that it was a, you. You found a video or something, and we were all out on the patio, mm-hmm. and you were playing it. Oh you God, were doing fade the, into you. Yeah, that my, I think that was the, that oh. my song, like from when I was in high school, and just remember that from like that. I think it was Mark Wahlberg movie with Reese Witherspoon, and like fear, I, <laughs> fear. Yeah, I heard that, and I. Something happened. She's it's like, like my my little girl brain or my young teenage brain, whatever. It was just like, I just loved what she was saying. And I loved the delivery of it. And the, it's kind of haunting and mm-hmm. not. And so then I'm like, you're singing it. What? I put it on and I, I, I don't even know what happened. I just, it was so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I love, I love that you chose that. I feel it really fits you and 
your vibe and just kind of like what we talked about today is just like ethereal and magical and kind of like haunting, but like so beautiful and, and so like timeless. It feels like that. And you feel like that. And I just want to say thank you for like literally gracing us with your presence. It was a beautiful that you did that and came over and thank you. I've I've got, I've I've got one more line of questioning. Uh No, I just had had to say that. It always falls toward the end, you know? (laughs) Well, I I love, I, I, I don't like it when we have to reschedule, but we had to reschedule. So I was doing a lot of research Leading up, oh, yeah, leading yeah. up to when you were going to come over and they got sick and we had to cancel and stuff. But I've, I've been following your Instagram and I loved what, what is it about fucking Jared Leto, the golden God. Oh God. <laughs> you posted that from Lollapalooza and I, I love, I love, I, I love him as an actor or person. He is a handsome, pretty man oh, yeah. and he can act, he can sing. There's just something about him and you're doing that video of him, which He's 51 years old now. He's my age? He's 51, and he is in better shape, and he's one of those that's like fine wine. He's just... (laughs) He looks really good. And he's up there, there, crawls up to the top and all that, and still has the voice. Yeah, he's climbing on the tent above the the sound booth, essentially. (laughs) He just like went out to the audience. He's running and climbing all over stuff, and then he's just like... Oh my gosh. I'm a golden what? dog. That just reminded me of that scene yeah. from Almost Famous. And she you says know what? It, we we got to think it. about our all of us need to get our inner Jared Leto out when we're doing that. You know what I mean? Like if we can just channel that like kick ass, handsome, dope, like what? I'm climbing up this hill yeah. when we're on our little scared moments. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm. You just have to not give a shit. And like. Not give a shit. You just really do. And yeah. I'm slowly starting to give less and less of a shit. Good for you. Bit Developing that bit. muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Not give a shit muscle. And just being, having, honestly, and I will say this is the main thing about, that I want to focus on. It's just having fun. This is mm. supposed yes. to be yes. fun. And yes. I forget that. It doesn't fun. all have to be serious, like, end of the world situation. If the show doesn't go well, I don't sell enough tickets or, like. Yeah, my voice cracked. It's mm. like, who fucking cares? No one. Like, you're not no perfect. One. You're human. Like, the, the when I, I know I played a great show when I've just, like, unleashed and, like, let myself explore, let myself move around. My night not felt so, like, boxed in and, like, you know, t- tense. By the numbers. Check out yeah. Janis Joplin before you so go on for thinking, five minutes. I was just she, thinking it. Dude, that um, documentary like, we were watching, yeah. she <laughs> was screaming. like Crooked, screaming. hair fucked up. Her, oh yeah, God. her, like her clothes, it didn't matter. The, her voice was grabbing you from your seat and bringing it in front of her. Yeah. Like, and... It wasn't like, oh, that woman's beautiful. I'm going to walk closer and listen to her. No, her voice did something and her, perf- she was so unrestricted and it was yeah. so rad. Unrestricted. That's, That's the huge. word. Yeah. That is like, that is something I want to master as a live performer is just like getting more comfortable, just being in the flow. Mm-hmm. And like, I know like when I am songwriting and I'm in it, I'm in this like flow state. And I feel like that is such a, it's such a difficult place to get when you're in your head and when you're thinking about all the external things and the validation you want to get. If you can just hone in on like whatever kind of thing you spirituality you believe in there, I truly believe there's like a connection to something that you can tap into as a performer, as a songwriter, as a podcaster, like when you're just not thinking about anything else and you're just in it. And I 
that's my biggest goal is to just be in it. In the flow. Because that is what that is what moves people. That's where magic. That's when the magic happens. And that's what everybody is shared when when yeah, we, yes when when we're in it you're we're all, yes you move when you're moved yes okay that, <laughs> when that's I one move, of that's move. one of the things we love <laughs> I like that. that's one of the things we love so much about like like the Grateful Dead and Fish and jam bands and yeah. stuff is because the horrible mistakes and the mess ups are as good as the, the like. The low peaks are as good as the high peaks yeah. and that stuff. Oh, I, because yeah. it's truth. They're standing on the edge of the cliff ready to fall. Yep. Anything That's can happen. exciting. I don't care when, when technical difficulties happen on stage or I mess up or my guitar is out of tune. It's a little annoying, but like I've learned that these things just happen. And I used to be so worried about that stuff happening. Oh. But now like I it just kind of yeah. let it happen. I let it be a part of the show. And I'm sure that there's some people who are just like, oh, my God be professional like whatever but like you know this weekend i went yes. to seattle and i set up my own pa system and sound and i played a house show for all these people and i had so much shit going wrong my guitar was going out of tune my my pedal board was going in and out and like i you know i just didn't care i was just, just like, like hey man that's <laughs> part of is, it this is the real thing happening like yes. i'm doing my best this is in real time see. i'm fucking tired and i'm but here we are together let's go that's truth <laughs> um, that's truth yeah so i'm gonna ask one silly question yes. before we go I love that. if you are in the grocery store <laughs> Why is this always your go-to? No, this, this is different. Okay. Oh, it's going to change okay. it up on okay. Yeah. If you're in the grocery store and you're starving and you're going to get some kind of junk food in the cookie aisle, yeah. okay. what, what cookie are you going for in the cookie aisle? Tough question because I don't go in the cookie aisle. But okay. I maybe if I'm in the baked goods area. There we go. Okay. Baked goods. Okay, there it is. There. Then I'm probably going to get... This sounds so basic, but like chocolate chip cookies. Oh no, that's not basic <laughs> that's at all. That's, that's like classic. <laughs> it's, classic. A, it's a classic. It's a classic move. Okay. Um, Haley, do you feel like singing us out? Hmm? Do you feel like singing us out? Singing? Yeah. yeah. What do you want me to say? Um, something that kind of matches the theme of what we were talking about. Hmm. Any one of your songs. <laughs> you got a guitar? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go grab it. <clears throat> I didn't warm up today. Just so happens. <laughs> just happens. Here. Oh, we just got found this guitar. Yeah. guitar. I just got my my dream guitar. Finally. What is this? Oh my. I got my Martin. Oh. <gasps> what do you mean? This is my dream guitar. Her name is Belle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pick. Hold on. I'll get you. Do you have a? I don't know. Oh, capo. Can I have a capo too? Yep. All right. Let's see. Hmm. Squeeze me. Squeeze me. Oh. Wow. Ouch. Thank you. I gotta decide. Actually, I don't think I need it. Maybe I don't. I'll just take the capo. You know, while while you're preparing to, I, I was gonna throw this. I just love listening to a lot of your songs. I want to hear you do a James Bond theme song oh my cover. God, you are like just my, my like my dad. Really? Well, okay, okay. I'm picturing. I can picture you singing like for your eyes only, and like they like those are such dramatic productions. And you, I, you, I think you just kill it. Oh, you so probably do good. I'm on board with, with your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be a sky. Oh, so what Sage says? Sage, yeah. Oh, okay. This is like okay. the cherry on top. This is the cherry on top. <laughs> this is um, a song I wrote 
just the other day after a little menti menti b mental, <laughs> mental breakdown um feeling emotional and i just wanted to write a song for my inner child uh, and i think i'm gonna record it because i like it and it's Aww. called late bloomer okay here we go <laughs>
I gotta do this. Wow. <laughs> you guys are gonna make me start crying. Wow. That was so beautiful. Thank you. I always thank you for the goosebumps. That's something you can't buy. Yeah, you can't you buy can't. I was so nervous to sing that. Oh, sorry. What? I, messed up. I don't know. You messed that up was where? That was the best thing I've heard all day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Oh that was. It, 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 thank you. Got it. Get it. Getting to hear your voice live oh, in, in our studio, like un- unwarmed up and raw, that we was, raw dog that tape. That was so perfect. It was I dope feel as like- shit. It sounded great in here, man. I yeah, a little lyric in the beginning. No, okay. you nope, didn't. Nobody you knows did. but you. Well, everybody, these are. I feel like I feel like you wrote that for me too. I was having such a hard week, especially like having to cancel and just not feeling great and like being so hard on myself and. Just it's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm a mess okay. about it. So you guys think I should release it? I don't know. I don't know if it's going to connect with people. Oh my God. <laughs> it's way over everyone's head. Haley. This this yeah, other girl. So. Well, I'm actually going to track this song tomorrow. Oh my so. God! Yeah. Wow. Don't warm up. No, <laughs> that raw just go for it, yeah. because that's what a late bloomer needs. It needs it raw. Like that was just like I mean it. The delivery that was so. It was perfect. Guys, it was perfect. Thank you for asking me to sing. Yeah, perfect cherry on top. We we have to. Well, I think you could tell now at this point we're 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 very emotional oh. people. And I we're, love it. I love me. We we we've been we've been known Stonewall. We've been known like on a lot of our interviews of getting exactly. getting musicians to be very emotional. Yeah, we've we've had that happen several times. We're like, I didn't know you're gonna make me fucking cry, I, man. I was like, like, hearing you guys sniffling, and I was like, Haley, keep it together. Just keep going. Just keep going. I was starting. I like, kept on like trying. To so I, I have to tell you, I've wanted one of those for ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Wanted. That is an amazing guitar. And I play a couple days a week with my buddy Cody, and. I had been playing that Alvarez, which wasn't meant to be played by anybody ever. It was meant to be hung on the wall. And uh, a few weeks ago, he called me on the phone. He's like, hey, I found your guitar on OfferUp for 500 bucks. And I was like, what? send send me the listing. And he sent it to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I don't have $500. In it. And uh, he called me later in the day. He's like, hey, you going to be home later? I was like. Yeah, why? He's like, I got the guitar for you, dude. I'm coming over. Me, and, we'll work it out. We'll work out the money later. Like, he this was your guitar. To have it that Holy. bad. So I got. So it was like a fifteen hundred dollar Martin that That's some guy had bought and couldn't play, and was like, I don't. I was yeah. five hundred bucks. I'm moving. Dude, that is that felt really nice to play. Yes. I, I'm I'm would love a Martin someday. I, I have a Taylor right now. I love my Taylor, but I I also want something with a little more depth. Taylor's the the tail is very bright. Mm-hmm. The, I love the it. You when you play it, you can feel it resonate on you. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt it, and I wasn't well, playing it. <laughs> everybody, thank you for nerding out on Martin guitars with us. Yes, and, uh, is, that, is it sponsored by Martin? <laughs> not yet. We're working on it. Um, hopefully, oh. so when it is, we'll let you know, Haley. <laughs> the moral to today's story is: be yourself. That's the continuing theme. Yep. Uh, and buy tickets for Cascade. Equinox Festival and go see Big Wild and if Haley comes to your town go That's see true. her play. Oh wait, okay, Haley's got something to say about playing. I have a show 
Yeah. I love people to come to. I'm, I'm playing Trout Lake Hall on September 8th with my full band. Trout Lake Hall is an amazing venue, um, kind of across the river from Hood River. Okay. And it's a lot of people are playing there. Like, I think it's b- uh, booked by the Mississippi Studios people. I think it's okay. cool. Them. And a lot of people are getting out there. It's kind of out in the woods, but it is such a cool venue. And, um, yeah, September eighth. Bring September my 8th. band. Bring my band out. All right. right on. So here's yeah. the deal: go buy tickets now. Don't wait until the day of the show. Buy them early yeah. so that you know you're going, and then you don't have an excuse like yeah. oh, I don't mean my you sweats. Have commitment no. issues. That's yeah. your problem. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> don't miss her, out. Okay. <laughs> follow her at Haley Johnson. Oh wait, my website is HaleyJohnsonMusic.com, and my Instagram and socials are. At Haley Johnson, M U S. Haley, H A L E Y Johnson, J O H N S E N. Nice right. job. And that's that's that. And be, be nice to each other, everybody. Yeah. Thanks it's for joining weird, us, Haley. Weird world. Thank you all so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Dylan, Marley, you've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.